Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. Can I say it's my honour to be your first speaker? Awaken City Church's first visiting speaker. Thank you so much, Pastors Claude and Carolyn, my dear friends. And we've been doing this journey for a long time now. And we're still here. We're still standing. Thank you. You know, I love, I tell you what I, I, I feel here this morning. I feel something of a rest. I feel something of a relief. I feel something of a straining gone. There's something of the peace of God that is coming into your midst and it's only just begun because one of the greatest sources of stress and striving and straining is performance and the need to meet unrealistic expectations. And I feel like there's coming a fresh connection with you personally and corporately with the goodness of God. And I just see some things being shed and some new things being taken on that are going to fit and fit well in Jesus' name. Now, I, um, I have, have a word for you this morning and I'm just going to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now that your word is alive, living, active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Lord, I don't know everyone here this morning by name, but you do. And I don't know what everyone's been going through personally, individually, but you do. And I love how you can take what I say and speak it to each one right where they're at. That, Lord, it's not even what I say, it's what you do with what I say. Let my tongue be the pen of a ready writer. Holy Spirit, have your way and have your say in Jesus' Name. Amen. Amen. The verse I have for you is a verse that I feel so many of us take for granted and we become a bit blasé and ho-hum about. Because it's a very well-known verse. It's a verse that often gets written in your birthday card, in your Christmas card. And it's one of those verses, and there's a handful of them that we can just become kind of immune to, the power of. And it's this, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. I love the New Living Translation. It says plans for good and not for disaster. And so this verse, I feel like God wants to bring fresh revelation to this verse and to those of us who become desensitised to it, I believe He wants to open your eyes to something fresh. I believe God wants to speak prophetically to us all today through this. And I want to focus on the word plans. Plans. Everybody say plans. Plans. 2020 has not gone to plan at all. Not for any of us. Not possibly. I've had some people say to me, Vicky, why didn't the prophets prophesy this? Why didn't the prophets... Oh, oh. And without trying to get defensive, 
Um, the reality is many of us have been declaring that there's going to be a radical new thing for a number of years. And some of you were here when I had a vision of a Rubik's Cube, shared a vision of a Rubik's Cube that was going to... And that God said it was his church and that he was going to... And he messed up the Rubik's Cube. The Rubik's Cube, when Jesus got the Rubik's Cube in his hand, the thing that struck me was this incredible blur of motion. It was all happening so fast. And the other thing was, is that he didn't solve it as we know it to be solved. He actually messed it up and he left it all askew. And so, um, no, I wasn't prophesying that coronavirus is going to, you know, uh, hit us, but there was definitely signs that something was, was, was on the horizon. And the word God gave to me for 2020 was keep the faith. When I got that word, I knew something was coming. Because you don't need to keep the faith unless there's an opportunity to let it go. And I thought, I don't know what deep yogurt we're going to get into, but there's, there's something up ahead. And so 2020 has not gone to plan, but do you know what? For some of you, life. Do you know what? For all of us, can I be this honest? For all of us, life does not, always go according to plan. And I feel like God wants me to speak into that today. I feel like He wants me to redeem by His Word, speak redemption into the things that haven't gone to plan. My life hasn't gone to plan. My life doesn't look like what I thought it would look like in a lot of ways. Not enough time or tissues to go into that. I know your pastors and their story didn't go to plan. Yep. You didn't plan it. Never saw it coming. And you know what? That's the reality. And what I have discovered is as Christians, we don't, we don't know what to do with the things that haven't gone to plan. The things, the curveballs, the things that we didn't see coming, the tragedies. Yes, there are times when Isaac gets resurrected but there are some things that are very final. And I've seen loved ones die before their time. One of my best friends passed of cancer five years ago, a girl I'd grown up in youth group with. I've, you know, we've all had the promises that have gone legs up in the air, the prophecy that seemed to die before our face, the dreams that put up in flames, not wanting to depress you here today, but am I talking to people today who know what it is for things to not go to plan? Because yeah, I believe God has got a word for you. Because this word, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, was actually declared to God's people in captivity. They were in forced detention. Jewish people in forced detention, victims of human trafficking in Babylon, a land that was evil. It wasn't their homeland. They're separated from members of their family. Things had not gone to plan for them. And God declares to those people for whom life had done an absolute horrific turn, He declared to them, for I know the plans 
I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. I bet they were there at that time thinking, yeah, right. Yeah, I bet they were there. Honestly, God, really? I bet they they couldn't see the way out. They couldn't see how this could possibly end. They couldn't see how God was not just going to rescue and deliver them, but give them a future that was going to be good and prosper them. It seemed impossible. For 2020, for many of us, this was the year I was going to. This is the year I was going to. I've heard so many stories this year. So many. for, For me, 2020 was the year I was going to get to go to Canada for the first time. I was really looking forward to those white snowy mountains and, you know, and I was going to go and see my friends in San Diego. And they were, you know, just something I was looking forward to. 2020 was going to be the year, but I know people, you know, 2020 was going to be the year they were going to have the big family wedding. 2020 was going to be the year where they were going to have the great family holiday. 2020 was going to be the year when they were going to get surgery on something and that was postponed and put off because of COVID. I mean, the 2020 was going to be the year. So what? Does God want to say in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of this sense of injustice, in the midst of a sense of restriction and anxiety and grief and despair, for some of you, confusion and hopelessness have replaced positive expectation. This is the picture the Lord gave me. And the Lord Jesus, He had a quiver on His back, you know, like where you put the arrows. But in his quiver, he had scrolls. He had scrolls. And he says to the person today who said, God, it hasn't gone to plan. He got out a scroll and said, here's another plan. Here's another plan. The marriage hasn't gone to plan. Here's another plan. You know, my my business hasn't gone to plan. Here's another plan. My ministry didn't go to plan. Here's another plan. Our family didn't go, here's another plan. My health has, here's another plan. Because God says, for I know the plans. The plans, plural. God is not just the God of a plan. Of a plan for your life. It is plans, plural. And when things don't go to plan, God has another plan. We've often thought of the will of God as plan A. And then anything else is plan B. It's second best. Well, now I get the consolation prize. Now I'm ripped off. Life is not going to look like what we thought it was going to look like. And I know for people here today, it's from one end of the spectrum of severity to another. But the reality is, Things happen that we didn't plan. And in the midst, God says, I've got another plan. And I see these plans and they're wrapped with gold and silver ribbon. And I had to look it up, you know, gold and silver, you know, they're precious metals, but both of them represent in the Bible, you know, redemption, purification. Yeah, God, God is going to release new plans. And today, before I finish, I'm going to pray for those of you for whom has not gone to plan. And I believe He's going to start to give you insight, possibilities into how things might look. 
how your new day might look, how your new season might look. Because God has got plans and it's not the consolation prize. It's not plan B. It's not, oh, it, it's, it's the next best thing. No, it's God's plan. It's still God's plan. So what is it today? I just pray today that you'll just start, just right where you're sitting, start to engage with the Holy Spirit. Even those things that are painful, even those things that are, that, that, and you know what? It's those why God whys. And it's the what the God? It's those things that we need to open up to the Lord today. Some of you hate God right now. Some of you hate Him because of what you've been through. I've, I've, I have been there. I have been there. And this is the thing, God knows how you feel. So no point hiding it. Some of you are feeling condemned because of how you're feeling. You're feeling ashamed of how you're feeling. But God actually wants you to front Him with those feelings and there's gonna be an exchange. There's gonna be an exchange for what didn't go to plan Exchange for His plan. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for good and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. Don't be afraid. I feel to say, don't be afraid. That it's just going to be an inferior substitute. You know, I find that one of the hardest things, and one of the hallmarks, I believe, of spiritual maturity is still the ability to believe when things fail. Now, as your pastor said, I'm a prophet. I'm passionate about the prophetic ministry. I believe in its power and purpose. But I too have been the recipient of prophetic words that didn't come to pass. Yeah, didn't come and could not possibly. Could not possibly. Some things are final. The loved one dies. You lose the marriage. The business goes under. Some Things are final. But God says, don't be afraid that what is going to be resurrected is an inferior substitute. And I've learned 1 Corinthians 13 says, prophecies will fail, but love never fails. You know what? I see a baptism in love for you here at Awaken City. A baptism in love. I just saw the Lord. I saw the Heavenly Father leaning down and giving you all big kisses on the head. His tenderness, His mercy, His goodness, His acceptance. And God says all His plans are good plans. They're all good. Now the Word to give you a future and a hope that word hope in the Hebrew is the word tikvah, T-I-Q-V-A-H. It's actually a very hard word to translate in English. We don't have an exact equivalent. And it's translated in some versions as a hope in another version as an expected end. But it literally means a cord. A cord, you know, like rope. Like rope. 
It's the same word that's used for Rahab's scarlet thread. Interesting, eh? Figuratively, it means expectancy, hope, good things. Yep, this hope, a future and a hope is a good hope. It's not negative expectation and dread, right? It's a good hope. And this is what I see, church. I see God dropping today ropes of hope. Ropes of hope. You know how the helicopters come in and do ocean rescues, you know, do open sea rescues and you'll see them dropping ropes down and the person gets, you know, rescued and able to be wrenched up. And there's some of you today and it's like you feel like you're sinking and you've been in deep waters and you've been in rough waters. But God wants you to know that He is coming and He is dropping a rope of hope for you. And that hope is going to winch you out of the troubled waters. And what's more, it's going to give you a fresh perspective. Because it's going to bring you up over to see your circumstances through the lens of God's new plan. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Go have the worship team return, please. God says He's sending out a rescue mission today for some of you. A rescue mission. I see for some of you today the rope of hope is dropping in your hearts right now. God is doing a work, not by might, not by power, but by His Spirit in Jesus' Name. God's plan releases hope. You're going to see it different. But it means, actually means grieving the old plan. Grieving, acknowledging the old plan. The way you had envisaged it and letting it go to receive God's new plan. In Jesus' Name, Jesus' Name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ropes of hope, I can just see them. For some of you, it's in, in the area of finances. For some of you, it's the area of your family. For some of you, it's the area of, of your calling, your ministry, direction, emotional health and well-being. Your life for your life. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it has blessed you. If you would like to find out more about Awaken City Church, visit awakencity.com.au.